Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's the family podcast for adults. And people who are ready for this year to be over. I'm ready to put two th- a few more months. I'm ready to put 2011 behind me. I'm ready to get into the apocalyptic 2012. You know what I mean? I'm really looking forward to it because you know the shit is going to get crazy in the 2012. Yay! You don't like that? No, You're I wrong. like stability. I, I, like, I like boring. I like panic in the streets. I like people freaking out and retreating to mountain compounds where they all drink poison. I like all that shit. Because it gets me one step closer to riding around on my motorcycle with a shotgun. Is that why you're charging up the battery today? Yep. Better fucking believe Keep it. Keep prepared, huh? I'll be ready. Never know. Apocalypse could happen at any time. Speaking of which, I got a tool, a thing on my iPhone called Zombie Tools that is the coolest thing ever. And what does it do? What doesn't it do? I put it on. It gives me. A, it tells me all about the weather, including when the sun goes down, when the sun will come up, the weather forecast for the day any zombie incidents in my area you know that's pretty awesome it's got an emergency light that shines it's got an emergency light that will you type in the morse code and it will flash it into the sky for you and don't mock it it's awesome (laughs) i said that's only good if you actually know morse code well you know what i'm hoping the people flash it up in the air here's the thing you flash it in the air so that the military and other people who do know how to read morse code will come rescue your ass if you don't know Morse code, I probably don't want you coming to rescue me because you're probably not very efficient at what you do, right? Do you know Morse code? No, and I'm not coming to rescue anybody during a zombie apocalypse either. Get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's cool. Fuck you. Done. I'm a little intrigued by the show on tonight called The History of Zombies. I'll be curious to see if they really, yeah. if it's a good history of zombies or if it's a stupid history of zombies. Some of the off channels are getting into the Halloween spirit a little bit well, more. Well, I'm, so. I'm glad they are because the main channels are kind of like, fuck it, I don't well, give a no, shit about Well, no, I mean, Halloween. some of the sitcoms like the middle. Some of them, but you know what? Most of the sitcoms this year said, fuck it, we're not doing a Halloween episode. In fact, we're not doing any episodes at all because the World Series, fuck you. Well, that's true. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. wah, wah. Why are you gonna choke, Rangers? They, they tried. They they choked so hard, so hard. They couldn't find enough bags of dicks for themselves to choke on. Cut it out. That's how bad they choked. Stop it, Kim. Two times they're one strike away from winning the World Series. How do you want to be that guy? If that guy, I'm surprised that the guy's not on suicide watch. Throw one fucking pitch, dummy. Nope. All right. Get another shot. One pitch and it's over. Your World Series champions. Nope. Okay. I mean, how how is that gonna? How are you gonna live that down? One pitch, one pitch. I don't even care about baseball. I just like to mock athletes when they fuck up like that. Nice. Just let it slip through your fingers. Oh, let's go. Speaking of slipping through your fingers, <laughs> mm-hmm. will you ever watch Project Runway again? You know, I thought I wasn't going to, but then they came up with the all-star all-stars version which i think is interesting so i probably will get sucked back in but i gotta say this season i was pretty peeved this season was not reality tv it was scripted i firm i firmly believe that it was scripted heidi klum had some infatuation with that little polynesian seamstress chick who couldn't sew right the the designer Mm -hmm. who had no idea how to sew 
And she said, this is the girl that's going to win. And they tailored everything this season to make sure that she won. Right. All of the challenges were manipulated somehow. And if it looked like she was going to fail, they would switch it up so that she wouldn't. And then she ended up winning. And we were behind a little bit because we had various things to be done during the week. And so we DVR'd it. Right. And so I watched it a little bit late, which was fine. Right. And so I knew that they had manipulated it, so she got into the finals. Well, here's the thing. Only three people are supposed to get into the finals, right? Mm-hmm. She shows up at the last day before the finals and doesn't have her shit done. She literally does not have clothes done, which is kind of the whole point, right? And instead of going, well, dummy, goodbye, you're gone, they say, eh, all four of you can go. That's how cool we are. Right. <laughs> And then the next day, I couldn't help but see a spoiler, like a major one, because, you know, right. they didn't even try very hard. They no, just had a big picture on nobody, the front. And... They don't do that anymore. I've noticed that spoilers, they immediately bust that shit out at 6 o'clock the next day. Mm. So I saw who won, and I was so mad that I decided I wasn't even going to watch the finale. What's the point? Well, that, that's It's just going to piss me off even more. That's the thing that reality shows have to be very careful of, because we've talked before about uh, The Amazing Race, which is, without a doubt, a great TV show. Right? It wins awards all the time. Lots of people like it. But I firmly believe at the beginning of the year, they go to the host of that show and say, you have three get-out-of-jail-free cards, and you can use them whenever the fuck you want to get people out of being eliminated. Because mm-hmm. he does. Because you watch that show and you're like, these people should be going home today, but Phil likes them, so they get to stay, right? They get another chance, right? And that they, it's not like you get. It's a, pretty predictable too. You, yes. you will call it every time. Yes, I said you know, these. watch. <laughs> it's going to be a non-elimination round because he clearly favors them. Yes, because you're like these people have a good attitude. They're doing their best. They had mm-hmm. some misfortune that was out of their control, which is usually what it is, right? Right. They show up and Phil goes show they last arrive. They start crying, and Phil might as well say, but I like you, so you get to hang around. Exactly. And sometimes those people do go on to win. That's happened before, where people that got hit by a not, like the Cowboys that one time, got hit by a non-elimination leg and went on to be in the finals. So that I'm okay with, right? What I'm not okay is what they did on your show, which is they clearly just fucked everybody to get to the end and have this one chick win. It didn't matter what she did. It really didn't matter. I know, and I mean, I was personally offended, even though I wasn't even part of the show, because as a a seamstress and a designer myself, I thought I was insulted. I was insulted that she made it as far as she did without any... With no skill. Sewing ability. Right, she has no skills. That was the thing. All these people who had tailoring abilities that were phenomenal... And she had right. none of them. None. Right. I, if I would have been on that show, I would have been totally upset. Well, and that's the thing. We talked they're not to, even in the same league. Right. We talked about it before. I don't I don't like a lot of the people on the show because I think they're all emotional frou-frou bastards for the most part. You know, they're not very nice people and they tend to be very into themselves, which that's okay. I understand you're artistic. You gotta kinda be into yourself to have faith to get your shit out there, right? You gotta be a little mm-hmm. egotistical to believe people want to pay money for your stuff. That's fine. But yeah, this chick before she'd only been sewing for four weeks or some shit before the show yes. started right and she showed up with clothes that she herself had not showed or sewed to show the judges to get picked right mm-hmm. her collection she had not actually made herself other people had sewed it for and even tim gunn who's the voice of reason on that show said i don't think we should put this bitch through because she don't know how to fucking sew well thing three and i'm not even kidding here people <laughs> she has 
this, I can't even remember the name of what it's called, but she has this toy that's basically like a bust mannequin, like they use a dress form. It's on like the, the show. Barbie dress design studio. Yeah, I mean, no, it's just a body. And they give you little scrap pieces of fabric and you just drape it over right. and tie it with stuff. It looks exactly like the stuff that the Winter Project Runway made. Yeah. I'm not even so. joking. I think three's been doing that stuff for years now. Well, and the danger of that is that people will stop giving a shit about your show because really shows like that stay on the air because there are people like you. It's the same reason why Top Chef is on the air, right? There's foodies that like to cook. They like to watch that show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People like you, you like to sew, you design your own clothes. And you, when you see stuff like that, you're like, well, you just spit in my fucking face. Yes. And now I can't watch the show anymore because I, I know for a fact that it's bullshit now. Right. And I can understand sometimes on a reality show where you edit it. So somebody had a bad day or whatever, you know, somebody's on their period and they don't do well that day. Fine. But this chick was literally every time you're like, that is a fucking disaster. And they would go, I love this. It makes my, it makes my vagina totally drip with awesomeness. Stop. She sucks. And anytime there was a a challenge that would involve actual sewing, it was always a team challenge. How many fucking team challenges they have this year? A lot. A, a ludicrous number. So that she wouldn't have to sew. And she didn't sew the whole fucking season. Kind of bullshit. And, you know, granted, I'm not selling my thing for thousands of dollars, but I do get. Hundreds. Yes. Well. For a single outfit. Right. For a kid. That's what I'm saying. And I think that's pretty good. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this a little bit in the show. Don't you think. That if you really seriously promoted yourself, because I know you hate to do it. I mean, I know. I had to, the minimal amount of promotion you do, I had to tie you down and twist your arm and make you type it with one the other hand. Do it, right? Because you hate it. Yeah, well, some of the stuff that I do, <laughs> okay, I did yeah, all by totally. myself. I, I'm not saying that there's some things you don't do, but a lot of the social media stuff that you do now, you had zero interest in doing that before I said, you have to do this. You have to. Right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It is I'm very annoyed with how you are so talented, but again, you're hiding under a bushel. There's lots of stuff you could do where I think you would be very, very successful, and you just are like, no. Well, I can only do so much. I I don't have time to sew an entire line of something by myself. I don't have a team of people sewing for me. No, that's not what I'm saying. You could do. What I'm saying I is do my best to keep up with what I got. We live in a town right where people buy and they spend enormous amounts of money on clothes correct people will spend people will spend thousands of dollars on a wardrobe for their kid that's not an exaggeration and you could get a big chunk of that rich people money and just and and still not have to sew as much as you do but you don't you don't like to face to face (laughs) arms like we're probably boring people okay but um, you know I'm going to get you on Project Runway, so it's all going to be good. And I will publish that when the show comes out. They'll be like, well, they will love you so much that they will have midget challenges. Nice. (laughs) All right, again, today, all the models are three and a half feet tall. You'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Uh, I meant to bring this up before, so I'm going to bring it up now. There is a show. You'll notice that there's a gap in the episodes. In the past couple, there's one missing. It's not missing because it wasn't a good show, because it was awesome. 
It's missing because I was told it was too offensive. By me. <laughs> it's not like there's some big censor in the sky that came out and said, <laughs> you can't post that show. That was me. Right. So <laughs> people that were in the live chat got to hear the whole thing and right. most of you won't. Now, I will give you a hint. It was about hootards and how they're not as sweet and innocent as you like to think they are. That's all I'm going to say. But I will say it was some of my best work, and it was 100% true. And I'm very sorry. There were a lot of crickets in the chat room that night. That's uh, all I'm going to say. Okay. We're not going to go too much more. But the only time, the reason why that show is missing is because in my own silent protest of it, I'm not going to pretend that I didn't do that show because it was awesome. It was awesome and 100% correct. So. This is only, I think this is only the second time in the history of the show that we have decided not, Purposefully ditched a not show. to publish a show. And the first one, I think we were in single digits. And they would never have known if you hadn't said anything. You just want them to come to the live show so they can hear I'm just saying, like I'm that. just saying, sometimes shit will happen and Kim will say that is never going to be published. That needs to be deleted. And it was awesome. And if you weren't in the live show, you'll never hear it. So, just a warning. When soldiers return home from Iraq and Afghanistan, there is one injury that is rarely publicly discussed. The damage that improvised explosive devices cause to the genitals. Most troops in the field are equipped with only partial blast protection for the genitals and most buy full protective armor with their own funds. One British firm, BCB International, is doing a substantial business selling protective bomb boxers to American servicemen. The IED secure underwear offer almost the same security to the nether regions that standard military armor offers to the head and chest. Users enjoy Kevlar protection for their penis, testicles, and colon. Can't forget the colon. Okay, your colon gets fucked up. You'll be wishing you hadn't forgotten the colon. Be shitting into a bag for the rest of your life. That's the bomb boxers also contain extra long legs designed to secure the femoral artery. Now, that's not a bad idea. The shorts are intentionally designed to help protect the genitals from shrapnel. BCB markets the underwear for $65 a pair. Due to budgetary concerns, the Defense Department does not equip all soldiers with the underwear. Now, the reason why I put this story in there is because right now we're going through all these budget crunches and shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't you think that we should start a campaign called Save a Cock and we get these guys protection for the peepee? Well, here's the thing. Wouldn't you rather spend $65 now than to pay for reconstructive surgery, rehabilitation, and intensive care for an injured soldier years down the road? Which one's more cost-effective? Right, not to mention the fact that, honestly, I'm not allowed to play sports. You know, your kids aren't allowed to play high school sports without dick protection, right? True. So I'm going to send my soldiers out in the field without something protecting their most precious bits. Also, I don't think there's anything more horrifying and demoralizing to a military unit than to see one of their guys get his cock blown off. The rest of you are going to stop and think real hard about proceeding forward once some guy gets his dick exploded. I can't imagine that they're very comfortable. They're more comfortable than having your dick exploded. Well, that's true. (laughs) But do you think 
you might get like jock itch a little bit easier, especially if you're somewhere where it's hot and sweaty all right. the time. Or my deck could get blown off. You get off. some sand fleas sure. trapped in there. Sure. Or I could get a piece of shrapnel in one of my testicles. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't, I'm telling you now. You hear one story. This one guy went out one side, went outside one night, stepped on a landmine, and got his penis blown off. People start looking for ways to get out of the military immediately. Because that is terrifying shit. In fact, during World War II, they made... That bear's coming around again. Gross. They made uh, landmines that were intentionally designed to... when you, They're called bouncing betties. You would step on them. The mine would not explode immediately. It would pop up into the air at about waist height and blow everybody's deck off. Well, it's interesting that they specifically say that they're protecting the colon because, you know, there's... The colon's quite large. Well, you got to protect. You think the, they're talking actually about the anal region? No, I think down I think there? it actually the comes no, all no, the way no, no, up. No. I think it actually comes up to just below your navel. Wow, well, I hope it's flexible. Look again. Sometimes you got to be. <laughs> not everything can be sporty. You and still have free, to be able to move breathing. freely. Yeah, I think you if can. You have to get up and reposition or whatever. You can't <laughs> have like Tin Man legs. Okay, it's not. <laughs> It's not like a giant block of titanium around your cock. That's not what it is. They're Kevlar pants. You can wear Kevlar shirts and stuff. It's fine. It just keeps Some you from... spanks for the military. I, you know what? I knew you hated astronauts. You can't breathe. I knew, you can't I knew you hated astronauts. I also did not know you hated soldiers. I don't hate soldiers. I think it is a good idea, and I think it's a damn shame that they don't value the soldiers more than they do yeah here's my question if we Does could it... spend seven dollars on a flip-flapping muffin <laughs> for whatever political convention they can certainly spend 65 this is always the question i have is 65 dollars more or less expensive than the cost to recruit and train a new soldier because once you have a serious penis injury i think you're probably done being a soldier in fact it could be a recruitment ploy you proudly display yeah. them and say, look what you get different, if you sign up. Different branches of the military. <laughs> the Marines are like, we protect your cock, son. If you sign the contract for eight years, <laughs> we'll double that don't, offer. Okay, don't two, give it, two pairs. Don't give anybody any ideas. Because that's what they'll be like. Well, if you get in here, if you sign up for 20 years, we'll protect your balls. If you only do four years, fuck you. Your balls are on your own. I hope you got fast hands. I don't know. It just, I, every time I read one of these stories where it's like, well, here's a way we could protect people from hideous fucking injuries. But you know what? We're not gonna. Because that, that's what it boils down to. We're not gonna. We paid these fucking bullshit contractors from Blackwater and local Iraqi security firms literally billions of dollars. We just handed them pallets full of $100 bills and said, here you go. And we can't spend $65 to get some ball protection for our boys or those armor plates for the Humvee door so that people don't get fucking killed. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the maker of them should also market them to um, bullfighters. You know, I'm going to say that these would not protect you from a goring to your groin. It can't hurt. Because Kevlar will protect from a bullet, but it will not protect from a knife. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think a bullhorn. I still think it's a good idea. I think a bullhorn would go right through you, and it, it, at best, it would just push the Kevlar up inside you. Also, I think bullfighters deserve whatever they get. It's just way too common for that to happen. I like it's targeting that area. I like we were watching the other day, and the guy got gored through the underneath the throat, and it came uh, out his mouth. The horn went under his chin and out his mouth. Freaking all. You guys were all like, 
<laughs> it was terrible. They kept slow- showing in slow motion. Yeah, like, here's where it goes in, and it's, it's coming like out of his mouth. It's like some alien thing growing out of his face. You know, that's weird, though. He didn't have any dental damage. How is that yeah, possible? He was lucky. Didn't you think it would just make his teeth explode out of his face like fucking chicklets? It didn't hit his teeth at all. That's what I'm saying. Don't you think it would have? It's a horn. Well, that I was lucky. So, but I think it just didn't hit him. Yeah, here's my next story. Good. It better be good. A 28-year-old Zimbabwe man arrested for allegedly having sex with a donkey tied to a tree has a simple explanation for his actions. The donkey was actually a prostitute who had, well, made an ass of herself. According to New Zimbabwe Sunday Moyo, a 28-year-old, told the court he paid $20 for a prostitute that he met at a nightclub. Somewhere in the time between meeting her and when he was arrested, the prostitute transformed from a woman into a donkey. Your worship, I only came to know that I was being intimate with a donkey when I got arrested, he told the court, according to New Zimbabwe. Moyo said that at his court appearance, that he is a donkey. Right. Okay. You can't have a, an ass. You can't a dumb one at that. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, "Well, I didn't know she was a donkey," and then immediately turn around and go, "Also, I am a donkey." So it's okay, right? <laughs> because either way, there was some bestiality going on. Either you're a donkey who thinks you're a fucking a human chick, or you're a guy who's fucking a donkey. Also, I find it hard to believe you can't tell when the woman turned into a donkey. A, assuming you're just doing it traditional doggy style, right? I think all of a sudden the parts you're interested in are going to be much further off the ground if she turns into a donkey, correct? Exactly. <laughs> also, donkeys smell bad. Donkeys don't have boobs. Well, do you think that he used that argument in court because they accept arguments like that? Yeah, this is probably... I think they do. Isn't this the same place where the guy robbed the bank and then he turned into a goat? Yes. They're like, oh, he turned into a goat. We're going to have to arrest that exactly. goat. So it seems plausible. It seems reasonable. I just, I can't do it anymore. I can't pretend like these countries matter. I just can't. You marry your kid off to a frog. You arrest a shape-changing goat wizard. And you have shape-changing donkey prostitutes. No. No, I, can't. I don't have to take your country seriously anymore. Now, if he really wanted to back that up, he should have countersued the donkey. Right. This is not what I paid switching for. Switching it up. Exactly. I, I, I want my twenty dollars back. I paid for human pussy. I got half human, half donkey pussy. I need at least ten dollars back. And now look at me now, I'm a donkey too. But then the right, is it contagious? You caught donkey fever? Now you're a donkey? I don't know. People are so dumb. Maybe well, I'd should... like to know what the verdict and the sentences then. We need to do a follow-up on that particular story. I think bestiality is you get killed. Like, stop fucking animals. That's how we got AIDS. Shot to the face. On the other hand, I was a little surprised at the high price of Zimbabwe prostitutes. You think $20 is high? I think I could drive down Harry Hines and get a prostitute here in America for $20. I think you're probably right. I'm just saying, don't you think in Zimbabwe you would think it would be like pennies on the dollar? I don't really know. Like $3 for a prostitute? $5 for two prostitutes? For 20 prostitutes in Zimbabwe, I would think that you'd be allowed to have prostitutes and then kill them. Ouch. In Zimbabwe, they have shape changers there. How do you know she's even human? I would assume not if she was a shapeshifter. <laughs> Did you, okay, we watched Grimm tonight, right? Which has shapeshifters in it. Were you a little surprised how in Grimm the solution to the shape changer problem is to just shoot them to pieces? Yes. Okay, are they less people than humans? That's the question I have for the cop. Is it a less of a human than a human? That you get you just get to shoot the shit out of that guy? 
Apparently so. Especially because at the end of Grimm, they shoot uh, the cops shoot a guy in the back. That's all good. A lot. They break into a guy's house. He attacks them and then flees the scene. And their response is to shoot him in the fucking back over and over again. When and admittedly, he did have a little girl that he'd kidnapped. On the other hand, I think whenever they get to the court, the judge is going to go, did you really shoot 10 rounds into this guy's back as he was fleeing his own home that you had illegally entered? And they'd be like, what? He's a wolf. Well, I don't think they really follow up on it like that. It's Buffy it's style. Are you saying so it's, it's all neat and compartmentalized. You're saying it's not a police procedural? Exactly. We're just, just going to move ahead. Right. I just think it's funny that he immediately learns that they're supernatural creatures, and his answer is, I will kill them all. I'm just going to kill them until I'm done killing them. So, Once Upon a Time versus Grimm. I like Grimm better, because it is more like Buffy, which I am more of a right. fan of. And I, I don't think the people who wrote Lost are really ever going to do anything else that's good. That's, I agree. That's, that's my honest opinion. I don't think I'm they will. I'm kind of tired of giving second chances. Yeah, I think they got very lucky with an idea that was very marginal to begin with, right? Because it's clear when you get to the end of Lost, they had no fucking idea what they were talking about when they started. Do not that get on a Lost ring. I'm just saying, they didn't have any fucking idea. They got very lucky that the show took off. When the ending came out, it was realized these people cannot write. This was a shitty show, which is one of those things. It takes a rare talent to retroactively make a show you liked shitty. Yeah, you, know, you watch all into the end, you go, well, that was a shitty show. I know I said I liked the first hundred episodes, but it was shitty. But everything I've seen from them afterwards, like, I have no interest in this. I understand you were on Lost or you wrote Lost or whatever, but I think you're a crappy writer. Done. Got another story over there? I do. Young children are stealing to pay off gambling debts they've run up playing marbles, according to police. <laughs> nice emphasis. The craze called pits involves flicking the marbles into an open water meter cover in the street's surface. Police in Plymouth, Devon, said groups of up to 40 youngsters, some as young as five, are playing the game in the street. The parents have complained that some children are resorting to stealing cash, DVDs, and computer games to pay off well let me tell you this parents who are upset you're kind of a shitty parent for letting your kid play marbles in the street i don't think i have to i don't think i have to remind you that one of the first lessons you teach your children as a parent is what don't play in traffic sure stay out of the middle of the road so if your children are crouched down in the middle of the road shooting marbles into a water meter hole a, they're dumb because they're throwing their toys away. Because I bet you can't get them back out. Exactly. B, they're crouched down in the middle of the road shooting marbles, which is sure to end in horrible death. And C, you're a shitty parent. Now, what some savvy young child needs to do is get a marble retrieval business going. <laughs> Much like the golf ball retrieval. Right, which would end with a kid trapped in a sewer main. I'm pretty sure. Hey. They're like, what happened? Well, Johnny was trying to climb down the thing, and the fucking water meter cover is very heavy, and it fell on him and crushed him. He's about dead. that? Paying people have to buy their own crap back. Look at this marble. Like it? Want it? Want it back? Five bucks. I think it's funny that the problem isn't that they're losing the marbles. The problem is that they're betting such high amounts on it, they have to steal shit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's just like anything. Kids get caught up in crazy stuff, like those stupid silly bands. Did you ever gamble when you were a little kid? Uh, I'm trying to think. 
I'm sure I did at one point, but I don't think it was anything significant. I did, and I got my ass beat every time I won. That every was time most, you won? Yes, that was the most frustrating thing. What? Yes, because you I would... You were very smart about your buddy. Well, huh? here's what we do. We would gamble, right? And then it would be over something you had with you. Like So, like, people are playing uh, on the playground. And let's say somebody's got a car, right? Problem. I was hearing a noise, but it's okay. So, you're playing... People have their Matchbox cars. And somebody says, you want to play pennies, where you throw your pennies and see who can get closest to the wall without hitting it, I'm talking about. Okay. And we're going to play for Matchbox cars, right? So everybody would put their Matchbox cars in the pool, and whoever got closest got all the Matchbox cars. And I, I would win frequently. Not all the time, but I would win frequently. And every okay. time, my mom would be like, where did you get all those new Matchbox cars? I was like, oh, I got them on the playground. And I would get beat. When I lost, I would say I lost my cars gambling, and they would say, well, you shouldn't gamble. So how fair is that? I lost no matter what I did. Then perhaps you should have stopped doing it. How many times did that happen to you? What a a goody fucking... never learned your lesson. What a goody fucking two-shoes you are. (laughs) Eventually I learned that you only gamble for money because that's easily hidden. Yeah, but it's interesting because remember when we did that social experiment at Six Flags? Where we'd leave stuff on the ground so you would pick it up? We'd leave money on the ground. Not a lot. And watch people go by and see their reactions to the money. Right. And no one would pick up the smaller denomination coins except children. Right. Yeah. It's along those same kind of lines. On the other hand, this was back in the days when you could buy a whole pig for a quarter. So. Stop it. Our half farthings were not that, you know. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. My mom one time. This is a good story, too. This is another story about how I was abused horribly as a child. My mom one time, uh, you know how your parents have like secret money stash? Like in the old days, people would keep You money. have a secret money stash? No. That's what I'm saying. In the olden days, people would keep money in jars and shit around the house. Right. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you just keep it in a different bank account. You're like, I'm just going to put my money over here. My wife never looks in this bank account. Hey. But my mom and my dad had this secret money stash. That was not a secret. That was the thing that I was always like. You're... Was it like supposed to be for emergencies? Right. But it wasn't for us. We were told never to touch it, which is one of those things. Whenever we don't have secret things that we tell the kids about and say, don't ever touch this. This is the secret box that where your mom keeps her vibrator. Don't ever look in it. Right. right? You, why would you do that? Right. So we had this money. My mom lost it. Now, I'm never really sure what she did. She spent it. But I saw her take it and I know that it was missing because my dad needed it for something, and it was gone, right? And I said, I think I think mom took it. And my dad asked my mom, and she goes, no, I didn't took it. And so, you know what they said? You, you took it. You stole it, and then they beat me. Now, how fair is that? Wow. Now, and my answer, my answer was always, if I, and this is, okay, to my parents' credit, I think one of the reasons why I got beat is because they would say stuff like that, and I would say, that's stupid. If I stole it, where is it? What did I do with it? And then they would, and then they would be like, "Well, that's aggravating that you ask me a question." And then they would just hit me with sticks. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I brought the beatings on myself by always challenging. Maybe you should learn to shut your damn mouth. It was hard. <laughs> you it were was, doing it way back then. It was hard though because as a little kid, my parents would do stupid. You were things. a smart ass. My parents would do stupid things, and I would try to say, "Please don't. Let's not do this again because it was dumb." Right. And everybody. How suffered. stupid can you be? And everybody. Right? <laughs> everybody suffered as a result. And then I got beat. 
Like, okay. Parents here's, don't like to be told they're stupid. Here's another example of something stupid my parents did that I got beat for. We had in our we had a shed detached from our house where they stored things. Okay. Yeah, like and, lots of things. Right. And one of the things they had was a freezer that they would often buy mass quantities of meat and store it in the freezer, which is a good idea. I don't, that, that's not a problem. Here's the problem. The shed had a light that you could turn on and off. But when you turned or no, you you turn the light off on and off in the in the ceiling. It was like a regular house light, right? You just turn it on and off. It also had this weird kind of emergency light that was attached to an extension cord. Okay? And if you turned that and and it was a light that had an extension cord attached to it. Does that make sense? Right, like they use for um mechanics and correct. Stuff. My parents plugged everything in the shed into that light, okay? And then they would say this, always turn off the light when you leave the shed. Now, what does that mean to you? All the lights should be turned off. Correct. What they didn't say was, if you turn off that emergency light, it turns off the freezer. Because it's plugged into it. Well, that's dumb to be plugging the freezer into an extension cord anyway. Right. Right. So that happened one time. My parents yelled at me and I said, why why don't we just plug the ref- the freezer into the wall socket yes. of the shed that never goes off? And you know what I got for that? A beating. Beating with a stick. <laughs> so <laughs> you say why I'm impatient sometimes. It's because my whole life I've tried to help people and all I get in response is beating with sticks. Very annoying. You can't tell people that they're stupid all the time. Though. They don't take that well. What if That's they're the stupid? Problem. What if they're stupid? Sometimes ignorance is bliss. They don't need to know. What if they're dumb? I don't know. They can make a sitcom about my life as a kid. Poor cause Sam. Because it, it would always be like me as a kid talking like an adult and my parents running around like hootards. That's what it would be like. I'd be like, can we can we do, you know, instead of having three cars, two of which never work, can we just spend the money that you're putting into those two shitty cars to buy one halfway decent car? That's what I would say. And then they would go, <laughs> and they would hit me with rocks. On the other hand, if you ask them, they'll say I was a great kid. <laughs> Isn't that odd? Yeah. All right. You got any other stories over there? I do not. I'm very sad that there's not going to be slutty Kim for Halloween. Can I just keep I'm going sorry. on the record saying that? You can you can put that down. Is there any record. idea that you'll change your mind? Any way that I, I don't get... think so. I'm is handy there... candy out. Is there any way I can get you to change your mind for two hours, perhaps? Um, I don't know. On a divorce. Maybe. How's your honey uh, pumpkin beer treating you? It's not bad. All right, drink it up. Mine's gone. Ooh, look at you, fancy. Yeah. All right, do you have any other stories over there? I don't. Good, because I'm tired of talking to you. The only emails where can they email us? They can email us at rwtyshow at gmail.com. They want to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. That's it? I believe so. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Mm-hmm.